My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, and I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Hunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. This is the first episode of 2022, y'all. Woo! Happy New Year to it's everyone. It's not 2022 um, here. <laughs> well, it's not 2022 when we're recording it, but it will come out in 2022. So we hope that you had a happy New Year. Whatever you were up to, hopefully you were doing it safely. We're starting in the new year with y'all's favorite, okay? Just y'all keep asking. Y'all love this shit. We just keep it over That's right. We're doing a what we are watching. So what did we end off our last year with and begin our new year with? Listen, we just love talking about stuff that we love. So this is one mm-hmm. of our easiest hey. and favorite things to do. So we got to pick our order. And as is usual, we will... Let Siri decide. Robots know better than us, you know? <laughs> it's true. It is so, Natalia, me, Sky, Amanda. Then Amanda. It's like perfect on my screen. I don't know if it's perfect on everybody else's <laughs> screen. Mine is like diagonal-wise. It is if I go clockwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'm going to start. My epic journey of young lady and gentleman continues. Um, ooh, things have taken a spicy turn. <laughs> <laughs> Young lady and gentlemen. Ooh, and wild. Oh, wild. He, listen, he got his memory back. Lost. Again. Like, listen, it's a soap opera. You get what you want. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's got all the plots. Okay. It's the type of show that as soon as something that you want has happened, they immediately snatch it away from you. They're like, <laughs> and then like oh. tease you with it. And then nope. <laughs> yeah, literally like they'll Single. give you a scene where you're like, yes, yes, yes. And then they're like, oh, sorry. Oh, soap opera rules. Can't do it. Um, I'm obsessed with it. It's it's not even funny. Uh, but since I've already talked about it, I think like the last three of these that I've done since this is a 50 episode show, <laughs> I'm just gonna move on. I'm gonna just move on. Uh, I watched the entirety of a Chinese rom-com called Love at Night, which has a very spicy title. It's not that spicy. <laughs> it's, it's, but like the opening credits really make you believe it's gonna be spicy. It's not. It's your standard corporate rom-com. Um, it's on Viki and I think Aichi as well. It follows a very competent lady who finds out her, this all happens in the first couple episodes, I'm not spoiling anything, who finds out that her fiance, Cheater McCheaterson, and then she goes out oh, to a bar, like after determining she's going to break up with him. Fiance of, and boyfriend of 10 years, by the way. Oh. Yeah, and uh, gets drunk and beats the high score of the guitar player who plays at the bar. He and then maybe they have a one night stand. I don't know. This is all like the first episode. Like so much happens. Uh, but then it turns out he's not actually a guitar, like just the guitar player at this bar. He's actually like the head of an investment firm. That's like <laughs> the <laughs> a classic caper. Anyway, it was it was fun. It was like your standard. I love how in Asian dramas it's like, oh, here's my secret. I'm actually wealthy. But it's also like bizarrely, like after this like meet cute situation, it's a real slow burn after that. Like mm. you're like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it actually has really cute, like there's two like secondary couples that are really cute too. Like uh the main dude's like personal assistant and this woman who's in love with the main dude, adorable, and then the main girl's little brother. 
comes back from college in Paris. Uh, all because he has a hankering for her divorced best friend who's eight years older than him. So you get the Nuna romance too. This, nice. I'm not even giving it. This all happened in like the first three episodes. Like, and there's like 26 episodes or something. <laughs> they're like short. They're only like half an hour episodes. So I hammered through it pretty quick. I watched a couple Japanese dramas, uh, BLs. One was uh, My Beautiful Man, which has the most toxic relationship. I had someone in, in like a, in a group chat being like, no, like you just don't understand. I'm like, no, honey, no. Like this I is not understand, a healthy, actually. <laughs> yeah. This is not a healthy relationship. Like just because like he's misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a healthy relationship. But it was, it was like well done. But the opening credits, very misleading. Like the opening credits were like these zany cute, like, oh, he has like a rubber duck, like fun music. And it's just like the most somber, depressing show. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Just uh, that is on Gagaunala and Viki, I do believe. And I also finished Keita Hatsukoi, which opposite of that had just the cutest, healthiest little relationship you've ever seen with the sweetest little beans. Very cute. Just chef's mm. kiss. Just, mm, you just want to pinch your little cheeks. They're so adorable. I'm also watching a lot of Thai things. <laughs> so my epic watch of Baker Boys, which mm-hmm. is the Thai television remake of Antique Bakery, continues um i haven't watched this week as i'm recording this episode yet because i got busy it is exactly what you would expect it to be um zany and weird and very um what's the word i'm looking for here tonally discordant just like the original source material (laughs) (laughs) it's really it's really following it quite closely so okay if you liked Auntie Bakery, you're probably gonna like this. So they hit it on the head. They even got they, to totally listen, the totally they, <laughs> they delivered what what was expected of them. But are there uh, wacky like musical numbers popping up in the middle of there aren't in this, but yeah. that listen, <laughs> it starts with Singto saying he's the gay conqueror, and it's like fair enough, my guy. And like then they got the French dude coming. Oh god, it's a mess. Like <laughs> Since the TV show and not like a movie, they're given all these characters like more backstory than they got in the movies. So they're like inventing backstories nice. for like the non-main characters. And it's ridiculous. Like some of them you're just like, okay, sure. <laughs> okay, because like in the original, only really like the main dude and the gay guy got like any extensive Mm-hmm. background but in this one they're like we're gonna give the bodyguard like a whole like side story we're gonna give the, the you know the boxer like an additional side story like listen they got it all okay everyone's got a love interest it's it's like antique bakery on crack it, just, it, it went further i'm actually really enjoying it Speaking of Singto, he's also starring in a second show that is only on Gaga Ulala, which is uh, Paint with Love. I really am enjoying it, but I will say it took like three episodes mm-hmm. and it's only on episode five this week. So it's like it took three episodes for me to really get in. And I was in a group chat 
with some friends who were talking about it and one was saying she couldn't enjoy it because the other main lead played by Tay Darvid who's quite good he just looks like grungy all the time and she's not wrong she called him the, she called him the great unwashed and I, <laughs> and I get he's supposed to be like a rustic like painter who like lives with his chickens and is kind of like anyway but like my guy just shaved okay like the stubble but it's fine like he's adorable and Singto is always delightful and it's got yacht in it if you're familiar with like love by chance and stuff uh-huh. um it's fun it's you know it's ex- it's imagine a Chinese rom-com like a corporate Chinese rom-com but gay and that's what this is that's exactly it's hitting all of those like Perfect. same plot points that you're looking for you thought I was done with Thailand I'm not okay I'm also <laughs> watching Bad Buddy the series it's fine I'm not gonna go into it I don't think I like it as much as everyone else does, mm. but it's fine. It's fine. And um, all of us together, but I have continued, uh, started watching F4, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. the Thai remake of Boys Over Flowers. It's off the rails. Okay? <laughs> this show is insane. I haven't it's watched like the second decided- episode yet. It just it just keeps going up. Like okay. it just we're on like the upswing of this roller coaster ride. It took the boys over flowers like scenario and just went, what if this was on cocaine? <laughs> like what if these people were just so awful? I'm not gonna lie, I kind of really it, like that first I episode. Really so I'm it. like kind yeah, of into I really it. Liked it too. <laughs> yeah, like, I just I just feel like I'm really enjoying it because it is insane. Like what I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no, is this my favorite version of Boys Over Flowers? Because they <laughs> understood the assignment that was Boys Over Textually, you know I mean? it always makes more sense as a tie. Like the yeah, tie has like a little feel to, to it. over the top. Yeah. Like and, and yet keep it somehow enjoyable or relatable mm-hmm. or whatever. Like make it feel like this is over the top, but still belongs here as yeah. opposed to like some other countries when they go over the top you're like where did this come from why is this like yeah. this well even in episode one the, the small differences that occurred with just like essentially the timeline of who knew mm-hmm. what when or things mm-hmm. those were choices that made it feel more natural rather yeah. than like the way that she's in the school is a lot makes more sense more, like yeah you know, it just like creates a really good introduction into her like I really like her character and she's a really good actress yeah yeah and uh, I, I don't know if it is just that I just wasn't paying attention in any of the other versions when I watched them and stuff or if they actually did a better job of doing this explaining it somehow mm-hmm. but this is the first time that I ever made the connection between the red cards and soccer and that <laughs> That it's a, like a foul thing mm. because something in the conversation that the mom was having in that interview when she was like, and sometimes you need to give a red. And I was like, in a game, oh! that's probably yeah. the way she said it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go look it up for the sports drama, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, the actress playing the main dude's mom she's good like Aww. she's so good like <laughs> you just that's, you just you're like Ugh, like oh god this you need that right lying. like yeah I mean and it's like and you get the because like I found that like in in the in the Korean version like everyone else was scared of her but I never got the impression that like Lehman Ho's character was scared of her you know what I mean mm-hmm. but in this one 
you can tell that her son is terrified of her like it is not a healthy relationship and so you sort of see like what and I while I'm not saying that people should act this way because their parents are shit it actually makes it more grounded as to why he's a piece of shit because that's cool. he gets treated like one and so he treats others like yeah. his mom treats him i like when they do um, that when they give you like yeah. a reason why like you know when yeah. they, they give you those like characters you're like you're so over the top that you actually have to kill someone right now or this is really unbelievable to the yeah. point you're making it like hard for me to watch but, like, the it's, show it's and then they never do believable. and you're like come yeah. on like, or like their like he, parents are really great and you're like no yeah. way no. not a single like, in way this one, in this one it makes sense so some of the tweets that i saw just like made me laugh because if you haven't watched it yet i don't know what was going through the mind of like the stylist who was styling <laughs> the main dude but like some of the tweets that i saw was like really you're gonna let yourself be bullied by a guy wearing three different animal prints and clown shoes <laughs> okay <laughs> it's like yeah he looks like a crazy person like <laughs> Those with too much like, money a crazy those, person with too much money like, but, but what i do like is rhinestone encrusted shoes i was losing it I, I love how it's like i do what i want like yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah. that is what you're doing you're I'm going exactly. to take over this cool and look terrible all of my <laughs> suckers bold choices bold choices it, it, it very much feels like they were like lehman ho's hair and and styling yeah. was like <laughs> Like hold my beer. Like I am going to jump. No, take that as a it's jumping like, oh, off. It's point, like oh, right? Lehman Ho had had a fur collar. No, this guy's got a full tiger print fur full length coat. Okay, like <laughs> yeah. it, it does like, seem enjoyable. It is fun. I, it's like I wonder if it'd be a good binge, it. though. You know what I mean? I know it's because mm, it's only one episode a week. Yeah, right. yeah. that's a. Oh. That's the problem with the old tie shows, yeah. except for Baker Boys, which is two episodes a week. I don't know why, but it is. It's a problem with <laughs> us, like living in a world where, we're, like, even with like the K dramas, we get two a yeah. week, and yeah. Like, yeah, one a week. What? Yeah. So I am watching one more tie drama. I'm like halfway <laughs> through my list, guys. I've been, I have been busy. I am also watching another GMM TV uh, called Not Me, and it is a, a very much a departure from GMM TV's usual BL fare, and I'm like really into it. It is the one that is rumored to be based on a God 7 fan fiction, so I was going to watch it anyway because of that, because it's funny. <laughs> but it's about like, it's really good. It has like this dude who was separated from his twin brother when their parents divorced comes back from school in Russia and finds out that his brother's in a coma and has been like beaten really badly. So he takes his brother's place to like find out what happened to his brother. And his brother was in like this motorcycle gang, not so much a gang as like literal social justice warriors. So they will like, if vigilantes, vigilante so if you're like a bad politician they'll burn down your house like that sort of thing so he's now like but his his dad is a diplomat and so he's supposed to follow his dad into like the diplomatic corps and then finds out that like he's been passing all of his exams and stuff because his dad has been behind the scenes like you know nepotism style and then there's this other plot involving this like social justice like graffiti artist who they encounter on one of their shenanigans. Anyway, it's a wild ride and I am <laughs> in it. And there's only like three episodes so far and it's so good. 
And that's all. <laughs> and it is free to watch on YouTube. I wouldn't have pegged that as a GMM TV. Exactly. So like, yeah. It's that's the off gun one, right? Yeah, it is the off gun yeah. one. Oh, and fun fact: you're going to F four. One of the main characters is the first kid who's beaten up by the F four in F four. Oh, <laughs> a, he play, He plays one of the. the I love him. He's adorable. He's got the biggest he, smile. He's, he does. He doesn't use it very much in this. Just pre-warning. no. I'm. He didn't use it much in F four either. But. Yeah, and he he's like coming at it from the fact that he has like a disabled mother who's deaf and keeps losing her jobs because people don't want to be bothered like having a deaf mate. Like it's it's got everything. It's so good. I'm really enjoying it. Okay. I am also watching some Korean things very quickly. Uh, I have started Tinted With You, which has uh, Jenny from Ace in it. Very cute. Very, very cute. cute. Very mm-hmm. cute. Little web drama. On Netflix, I'm watching Inspector Koo. I'm almost finished. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. And finally... I'm trying to finish, but I am being foiled by Vicky as of the recording of this episode. Of course. I am trying to finish Royal Secret Inspector and Joy, which I love. I think it's so good, but I have been waiting for more than one day for the last two episodes to be subtitled. And yeah. as of midnight last night, they were not. And good it is the nemesis. only place to watch it. <laughs> and I am it's the finale <laughs> why do they do this like especially on the finales it's always like the and worst like, wait on the finales and it's not even well, like a, I, you like, wanting it it's literally they're like we'll add a couple more days you're like what? <laughs> and it's like listen I do not want to go to the high seas to finish the show because I pay to watch it yeah. and I under and I understand that it is the holiday season so volunteers would be busy which is why you pay your subtitlers anyway Weird. I think the show is great I feel like they probably can't do too much to ruin it in the last two episodes but listen <laughs> yeah no, I'm, no, not no. Gonna, With I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna like definitively say it's incredible as of this moment as I have not watched the last two episodes but it has been really fun. The whole It'd be through. funny if they truck of doom something. Well, like it's a wagon. A, a wagon. Of doom. Um, <laughs> arrows are always big for it. Yeah, arrow, arrows. That's usually what you get. There, there's like there's like a big plot line involving poison. So like uh, poison of doom. Poison. Um, <laughs> poison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm just really loving it. I think that. And you can feel, I know I'm about to say something real bold, but I feel like you can feel that everyone on set is having a good time Hmm. making the show, which I think really, yeah, which really makes a show, like you can tell when the people making the show love the show, Mm -hmm. because no matter how like silly it gets, it never goes too far. It's got, it's got it all got. Got Tacky on it. Love him. Got the girl from Extraordinary Me. She's she's adorable. Extraordinary um, you. Extraordinary you. That's right. There. Extraordinary <laughs> me. Extraordinary you. Yeah. Um, it it just they pulled in the dude from Vix in the like the second half just as like a little spice. Just to he's the one who's also on Bad and Crazy. He's he's in this too. Why not? Hey, well, why, why not? not? Why not? It's fun, man. Like anyway, that's what I. Watching. What about you, Jesse? So I am on a mission to mm-hmm. watch a specific dramas by the end of 
the year, which mm. it ends tomorrow in my <laughs> life, not in yours. <laughs> um, so I've like purposely have like put off watching any newer dramas. So right now I'm only watching like currently a couple and intention to get them done by tomorrow, which mm-hmm. I think I can. Mm. I think it's going to happen. So uh, those three dramas are a uh, busted three mm-hmm. like, variety show. I mean, what can we say? It's busted is yeah. always great. So it's just a lot of fun. I just hadn't ma- made time for it. So I'm trying to get that in hometown, which I'm pretty sure I talked about when I first watched it. Cause I watched the mm-hmm. first couple of mm-hmm. episodes. It's interesting. It's like taking me on a journey that I was not expecting at all. I don't know if I like, like, like it, but it's like super, it's not what it claims to be or uh, that it seems to be. I don't think it claims to be anything, but, and then I picked up this J drama called Risky, mostly because Yuki Furukawa is in it. And I just, who am I to say no? Um, (laughs) But it's like a kind of one of those like, heightened thriller whatever the equivalent in Japanese dramas for Mangjong mm. you know that sort of thing mm. like yeah mm-hmm. crazy loves and things are going on it's like 25 minute episodes only like seven episodes long and I'm halfway through it already so like only have a, like essentially like a movie length left <laughs> you know mm. so like I think I'll be fine with it and that's why I picked mm-hmm. it up uh, it is on Vicky and Busted 3 is on Netflix and Hometown High um <laughs> Um, but I did watch a lot of like and complete a lot of dramas this month some Mm -hmm. of them because there was a good chunk that like just ended at the beginning of the month so Mm. that's kind of where it like looks but I have a a slew of them so I will like say what I did but I won't go over everything because it's actually like Mm -hmm. the longest list I think I've ever had so (laughs) uh, I finished um Rinko-san uh, which we mm-hmm. talked about the cute little J drama. I know Amanda was watching it, and then Sky, you started watching it. Yep, I, I binged it. Binged the heck out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. I need to finish it up. It's on my get it done before the end of the year list. So um, that's cute. I, I hope it pops up on Vicky or something. It is. Me. It is in the it's coming on Vicky soon. Now, yeah. yeah, good, good. Yeah. So I did not watch it on Vicky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh <laughs> happiness we've already talked about happiness multiple times so like we don't have to go into it but yes it was 10 out of 10 my favorite drama of the year jiri-san um ooh, ooh. jiri-san we, was we will talk ride. more about that some other yeah, time I, i'm sure yeah i think yeah. we like don't need to go into detail on jiri-san right now because <laughs> it, it deserves a full episode yep. um in some way like we'll do some sort of spoiler episode with some amount of people in it because <laughs> i don't think we should force people who don't want to watch it to watch no. it um but it was a ride I will say that it was like one of those things that like the only reason I didn't drop it was because it was so interesting how weird it was and like not in weird in like um mm-hmm. supernatural way just like weird on the choices weird on like the the path of characters the weird on the setup it was just like watching a car accident you know you should like be nice and look away and not think about it but like here you are you're a human and that's just you can't help it you know yeah that's that was serious on and for me it also combined it was also pretty like I really I enjoyed the nature pretty the nature shots like it was really pretty and you're like (laughs) I like all these actors so what's what's going on (laughs) a very confusing messy ride 
So, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I watched Doctor Brain, which I thought was mm-hmm. a really good sci-fi thriller. It's got some like horror elements to it, but it doesn't go like fully into it. It kind of like hints at it at the very beginning. I I really thought it was a good sci-fi thriller. And if anybody has uh Apple, what is it Apple TV Plus? Is that what it's called? Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard when yeah, they have like their yeah. little their little actual you know stick you know that you put on yeah. your TV or is the name but then this is their service it's super short too uh so i think there was only eight episodes but i thought it was really great the lead is um what's his name from my the guy's impasta yeah impasta mm-hmm. and coffee prince and he was great in it so i just thought it was really good if you're into like cypher thriller it's definitely a thriller japan sings people of hope it was fine not my favorite of the year but whatever i finished mm-hmm. one ordinary day I am. Um, I want to actually see the original BBC one to see if it compares. Mm. I thought it was good, but there's a really good chance that it's good because it was probably exactly the same like the original mm. two. You know, mm. it's one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought everybody did well in the cast, and it kind of hinted towards a second season. But the original was set up for multi seasons too. So, and it's one of those like multi seasons, but not the mm-hmm. same cast or like only one mm. character kind of going with it and it's like a different person crime puzzle that was unexpectedly good it is graphic do not watch it if you are not mm-hmm. okay with that and i am not like saying on k-drama terms i'm saying they show all the deaths so yeah it was on a, a web service i think it was ola tv ole tv or whatever it is mm-hmm. called they didn't like go into like super gore in terms of like just not having the budget for it obviously but like you see how everyone dies no blurring of anything so just watch that out if you're watching it but I thought it was a pretty good uh drama I watched law school it was okay it's it's kind of more like focusing on like random fluffy not fluffy but like random stories that like took you out of the like main story because they didn't want to talk about it for a while kind of thing I didn't think was Mm. the best Kamara Vicky was my villain on Kamara it took like three or four days for the last episode to freaking subtitle and finally did it was pretty good thriller I finished super rich it is also on Vicky right now oh I should have been saying Mm -hmm. um happiness is on Vicky Jurison is on Vicky and IQIYI Japan Sinks was Netflix, One Ordinary Day, Godspeed. Crime Puzzle was mm-hmm. on Vicky. Law School's Netflix. So Chimera was um, Vicky. Super Rich is now on Vicky as well. And it's all fully done. So you can watch that if you want. There was like some time changes and it tanked. So my love for it in the first couple of episodes didn't last. But Bummer. It was fine, whatever. I did a, a rewatch of my favorite show of all time, Come and Hug Me. Mm-hmm. So I could do a post on my blog, a review of it. And I ended up watching it like in a day. <laughs> <laughs> and I still love it. It's still great. I watched Influence, which is a J drama. It's on Vicky. And it's kind of that like thriller, very like heightened mock Johnny. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It's it's really short too, so it wasn't the best, but it was short. The Silent Sea. I yeah. binged that on Christmas Eve when it dropped. I really really liked it. So good. It's a great slow burn thriller. <laughs> I like. 
sci-fi thriller. I mean, we'll, you know, maybe talk about it next week. But yeah. <laughs> but I I enjoyed it. And that's on Netflix. Move to Heaven <sighs> on Netflix. I watched you it in one it. day. <laughs> I did right, it and I didn't think I was right. going to. And then I started right. it and I literally could not stop. I am not joking when I tell you I sobbed at this show. Yeah. Like, yeah. sobbed. Like, to the yeah. point I really thought that my neighbors were going to come knock on my door. Like, oh. <laughs> almost every episode you cry. And, like, I would say that I'm, like, I cry at things, but I'm not, I'm more on the non-crying side than the crying mm. side. You know, I cry like a little bit or like a couple of tears come, but oh my gosh, moved to heaven. Mm-hmm. There was this, this <laughs> section, I was already crying. There's this section that is one story. I'm not going to tell you any of the stories because you have to just watch it. They did the story and then I was already like really at my breaking point after that story. And then they immediately came with the next episode and it just, just demolished me I was like <laughs> ugly crying like I was actually like making audible sound when I was Aww. crying I was like oh and then the last episode oh gosh everything about it is so good <laughs> it is so good um even if you're gonna cry you should watch it it's really great it's about a kid who's autistic so, so good and his dad dies and he they owned um a cleaning service that's like a uh, cleanup of death the, cleaning yeah death cleaning um service kind of more focused on the belongings to like they don't just like mm-hmm. i'm not trying to be gruesome but like clean up the where the bodies were but that also might be because of the lack of well, i'm not gonna go into that different countries different things happen but his brother comes in who has just gotten out of jail to be his guardian and it's a story about them and it's a story mm-hmm. about the people's lives that they clean up it's got kind of it's not like exactly like this but it's got this um kind of um six feet under quality to it yeah you ever watch that show it was on hbo or showtime yeah, it was. i think they're like rebooting it or something mm. fairly soon then that show was about a funeral home and kind of just like the the family kind of going through things and kind of like the stories of the the people who died and it's got that kind of quality to it but not as snarky and as Mm. kind of like dark humor because there's Mm -hmm. no real humor in move to heaven but the kid who plays the main lead is so good incredible Mm-hmm. He was in Racket Boys too, and I started like watching both at the same time, and then I had to put Move to Heaven on hold indefinitely for now for me. Yeah, like I watched like the first episodes of both of those, like I think in the first week, and I was like, "That's the same kid. How is that mm-hmm. the same kid? It's, like, he's a like, good actor." I yeah. can't say about the representation that happens in the show just mm-hmm. because I can't, but he never once strayed from everything that he did yeah. like he was consistent mm. in his character the entire time and the way that he did things which I just he it felt like he was doing it in a place of love like he no, yeah. wasn't trying to like overact or anything and I just mm. I mean like I like uh, EJ Huna a lot but like like the kid was the star of this show yeah and he's got this really great best friend who lives across the street and I love them so much I know. it was just so good I really 
loved every second of it. Like highly, highly recommend, even though you're going to, you are going to cry. Like if I'm like sitting here sobbing and Natalia was crying, just know if you're if a crier, crying, you're gone for like, that's why I'm, it is on hold for me. Yes, I'm like talking about, like, I literally had to like pause to like get a tissue to clean my tears because I couldn't see raw. <laughs> I was just gone. Um, they don't like go into like super detail on anything you don't see any it's not gory or anything like that mm-hmm. just you know that and the, I wish I could remember what the the they say like every time they go to a site they start off um and their motto was that they are the people to mm-hmm. do their final move to heaven and so they yeah. got this like super like respect for everything that they do and there's like a thing it's just it's so good it's like so uh, good I'm so glad I got it in I mean like I knew I was going to like eventually see it but that was Mm a a nice binge of crying it was actually like (laughs) probably needed so there you go just a couple more move or or not move to heaven Luke at the beginning I finally finished that watch I watched it on Vicky I thought it was good it was kind of messy at the end but it wasn't like terrible I didn't hate it obviously like as much as everybody else in the world did I guess I just thought it was fun. Sci-fi thriller about creation and scientists making humans and stuff. And, you know, it's going to be messy, like, because it's not real. Like, it has (laughs) to be, you know. I just watched DP yesterday. It's on Netflix. It was also Mm -hmm. a lot. I didn't expect to like it as much. I don't think I liked it as as much as everybody else for things Mm -hmm. that I can't really, like, discuss because it happens at the end. So there's really no way to get around it without like spoiling. Um, but I thought it was really good. It wasn't what I expected to be. The show is about Jung Han. He goes into the military to start his enlistment. And he ends up starting to work at the DP office, which is the deserters. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. deserters of the military. They, they go and like find the people. And so it's like essentially like him and the other person in the the department going on and going to find them like outside like mm-hmm. that's what it is it's kind of got this like i don't know crime drama type feel to it but it's not crime drama it really is about mental health and bullying and the insane bullying that happens in the military yeah. and how that can make people snap um and the reasons why they would be leaving and they're all because of things that are happening Mm-hmm. in their time and their stay um so mm-hmm. it shows some of it but it's not consistent which i was like actually fearful of because i don't like the constant bullying i can't handle it personally yeah. but that doesn't happen so it's got a little bit of lightness to it and it's kind of got like a almost an episodic feel because kind of each of the episodes they go to find another person and mm-hmm. so you, they're mm-hmm. usually kind of tracking down family members or friends and stuff so and then Last, I'm going to say, because I just found this out yesterday because I'm very slow and I was talking to Sky about it. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw a TikTok and they're like, did you know that Roku TV had a K-pop channel? And I was like, wait a minute, what? Because I've never gone onto the Roku TV. I've had my Roku since basically we started this podcast, hmm. right? And I've never gone onto the Roku TV because I thought it was just like a it had like an app it was like just the section where it had like maybe like a weather app or mm-hmm. you yeah know, a random freebie t- like show no this is like hundreds of channels of free stuff 
yeah and set up like tv you scroll through the menu and you just kind of come in at things and so i found the k-pop channel which last night i watched show champion on and i could have <laughs> watched weekly idol if i had like stayed up for a couple more hours but they had like special stages they had things like weekly idol and after school at club and those tor- sorts of shows and then i found they have a Vicky channel and a Cocoa <laughs> channel and a Midnight yeah. Crush channel and two anime channels. One is the Asian yeah. Crush channel and one is the Con, Con TV. I don't know. So <laughs> last night I watched the- They've got so many. <laughs> the middle of episode like seven of Miracle that we met, Miracle we met <laughs> just randomly. Don't know what's going on. Maybe <laughs> reincarnation, who knows? And then I watched like four, four episodes of Boogie Pop Phantom because I haven't seen that since, you know, like <laughs> college. <laughs> so maybe if you didn't know, like me, that like Roku channel was a thing. It but... sounds appealing because like, you know, I don't have cable or anything anymore. I just have all the streaming services, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to think of like, what am I going to watch? Like you have yeah. to like consciously decide. But the ability to pretty much have tv yeah again yeah, it just like forces you into it. and i was like okay it, it just felt like it was a different <laughs> yeah. experience like it wouldn't have been the same if i had like gone onto my vicky app and watched that episode uh-huh. but on this i was like it's like i'm watching on my tv because i can't pause <laughs> it, it picks yeah. what the next episode is and it wasn't even going to be another episode of like that but i mean they have like stuff like there's an unsolved mysteries uh channel that was just all unsolved mysteries forensic files mtv cribs like some of like the really like <laughs> you know stuff that you throw in the background but I was like stuff yeah. do you throw in the background <laughs> stuff, and I was like um hi I did not know this and no I gotta free. go check that out now because <laughs> I've been ignoring it like I have it you know obviously but yeah same thing I was I was like oh it's probably just like really bad stuff or like really <laughs> lame you know I mean, now like, I'm gonna have to check it like- out kind of it would be like essentially like when you watch like things like TLC or you know those types of channels where it's like they, I think like Dr. Quinn medical examiner was on one of the channels and, stuff. and then they have like music shows they have like a slew like probably like 20 um Spanish speaking channels and the little like it's just like Cocoa Classics and Vicky <laughs> I'm just like, I love what? it I love it <laughs> what so yeah that's all that's right. all that I've been watching. It's a lot, but I'm trying to get everything done by the end of the year for mm. lists and stuff. So, yeah, a reason. So for me, I watched some. I did finish because last time we talked about this, I was just about to finish the web drama "Find Me mm-hmm. If You Can" that has both MJ and Rocky in it from Astro, and it did end and it ended well. As far as like finding the stalker and stuff, it was yeah. It was none of the, <laughs> none of, none of the people she was suspecting. So that was good. <laughs> so happiness, we already talked about that a lot. Jury yeah. song, we already talked about that a lot. That was a moment in time. <laughs> we will always remember that moment. Especially and the, and long episodes too with that. I so just want to say. She so just long. remember going like, um, Sky, I need you to like. <laughs> finish the episode because I need to talk like what's going on like I'm not going crazy right it's not like I like zoned out in the middle of it and that's why I can't figure it out right well that's I I would have to do that sometimes too like something would happen I'd be like 
is it because I looked away for a moment that this like makes no sense at all? Because man, oh. so yeah, it was pretty with pretty people. I will say that it's true. Listen, I, at the end of the day, sometimes that's all you need. Right? Lots of water. Lots of, lots of water. plants and foliage <laughs> yeah so that's a plus you know? there you go you're into nature i'm not gonna go like into it i just i wonder i wonder why the writer chose to do what she did yes. honestly because it it is the same one as kingdom correct yes mm-hmm. yeah how how why is she and, the same person <laughs> um, that other one signal yeah i don't know yeah like <laughs> she's done fantasy so it's not even our supernatural fantasy but yeah i don't know they're like sometimes like i feel like i have a good grasp on being like you know what like i understand where this person's going it may not be what i wanted but i understand and i can kind of yeah. like, figure out right. where their pathway right. or, like see that it was just messy to get there but i figure out the pathway there was never a time i figured out <laughs> the pathway in that one now I, I, i'm not gonna spoil anything so don't be scared but as far as the end, I could have told you the end. I could have told you that's that. That's true. Yeah. That's the one part I could have told you. Yeah. I don't like that's that all. I could have told you. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like that, but I could have told I didn't you. I enjoy that I could have told you that, but I could have told you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Riko-san, wa, shite, hi. Like, that was, a, that was cute. A quick binge. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I was on Vicky and I saw that... The two, well, I thought at the time, I thought both of the novelists like accompanied shows mm-hmm. were available at the time, which was wrong. The newest one is not all out yet, just in case anyone cares. I'm sure no one does. But I went and watched Mood Indigo, which is like the prequel to the novelist. Mm-hmm. So if you think that the novelist is NC-17, like, <laughs> Indigo is, like, a couple oh, notches more than oh, that. Yeah. You're in it to win it in that one, yeah. Yeah, so, so have you seen it, Natalia? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, there's certain times where I'll be watching, and it's always a Japanese show. It's always a Japanese mm-hmm. show, where I'll be watching something, and I'll just be, like, lying in bed watching it on my phone, and it'll be pretty spicy and then like there will be noises and then my husband will be like what are you watching I'm like listen I don't want to justify what I'm watching right now please don't ask it's one of those yeah so what I will say so the novelist pretty much involves three people and kind of two main dudes and then there's like this third like agent college buddy person Mm -hmm. an ex-roommate type well, Mood Indigo is about the main guy with him in yeah. the past. And there's a lot of time jumping. It all makes sense, I guess. But And so then the new one that's, I did watch like the first episode of the new one that's, that they're kind of pumping out now. And it's, it's finally kind of the sequel of the novelist. Mm-hmm. Something about spring, I don't remember. So it's actually all very well done. The reason I like those shows is like emotionally speaking, I think it actually it feels very true to life of like mm. flawed mm-hmm. people who don't even maybe know why they want to have a relationship or any I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think it's very grounded in those things and well shot. But yeah, if you do not want super spicy, do not watch Mood Indigo because <laughs> Don't do it. You're in for you're in for a bad time. 
And I'm not saying that every episode is like that. Tis not. But like, that's a thing. Like, so mm-hmm. I like the characters a lot. I think they're very well done. The Silent Sea, I really liked. We'll talk more about that sometime soon. So, but I really, really liked it. Binged it. Not, not in one sitting, but in one day. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about actor Rocky one more time here. Yay! <laughs> There's this new, I'm going to lack, for lack of a better term, I would call it a web drama, but it is one of those multi-ending things. A choose-your-own-adventure style. But you have to go buy it on Steam. Oh, like, Steam! It's $5 on Steam. So it's, it's essentially a game. Huh. So, you know, that entry point, that all of a sudden takes, you know, it's not mm. watched on YouTube or something. So I know that most, they'll just be fans of Astro that'll go check it out. But, mm-hmm. and the name of it is Korean name, Chung Chun Hyung Jun. And, and part of that's the main chick's name. Now I will say, the premise of the show, you have a love triangle, but they always harken back to, I guess, the three main characters their mm-hmm. names are there was like this classic love story in like old Joseon times so their names are the same as these historical people that supposedly mm-hmm. had a love triangle so they sometimes talk about that which of course I don't know that story but they kept on referring to it and so sometimes they'd show them in the old outfits too it was kind of funny I, I think there's 10 different endings and on steam you like earn your achievements and stuff you get 10 I different little badge things it. The mechanics of the choices and stuff, you only have a certain amount of time. I mean, it was really slick the Hmm. way they did it. Very nice subtitles. Like, it was all very, I think they also have them in Spanish, possibly. Like, I saw that listed, but I didn't go like click through Hmm. on the actual game thing. Um, If you're curious how to pause it, because it doesn't have like a you know, a play bar, just like we're used to on Netflix or Vicky or anything on the bottom, you have to just hit escape and then it brings up, like it stops it and then it gives you the options like in a game. But I really, really enjoyed it. And one thing I did want to say, and there's a little bit of um, gay representation and they didn't go really weird with that. And it was just kind of a matter of fact thing, not a like, like whenever they would talk about that, it wasn't, oh, like it wasn't, hmm. But at the same time, the characters that were that way ended up doing unkind things. And so maybe that's not great. But like it wasn't it wasn't because they were gay. It was because they were just kind of they made the wrong choices. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's maybe the only slightly problematic aspect of that. But it wasn't it wasn't the existence of them being gay that made problems, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that was really cute. The main actress, and then there's another one. They're from Wiki Mikey. Oh, that's cool. Science or C and I don't, I don't know how to say her name. S E I, I, and Ellie, which I can say her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's not like a huge, huge cast, but it was. I thought they did a really good job. Interesting. It's a cool. interesting hmm. format to do and play around with. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, I should have, I guess it took me about an hour to crank through all the, all the endings and stuff. It was really well done. Even in the modern times of the show, like she would do a little tour for them of the old cool building and stuff. So you can tell really people, cool. like, it was funded by the tourism 
mm, people mm-hmm. so they were trying to get people to certain areas so yeah i just thought it was really good and it's just a bummer that it's not like but yeah because of the mechanics of it i think that's why mm. if you think of it as a video game then you right, know like, you would pay five bucks to go play i like i like some atome thing on you know right like, I like those video games anyway, so I'm like, hey, yeah, a video game mm-hmm. in which Rocky is acting for me. Yeah, I'm I'm good. It was fun. Uh-huh. Done. I did it <laughs> to win it. And then That's last night fun. I went on to Netflix and I was gonna like work on something else that I was trying to watch. But no, the movie, the Japanese movie, The Door into Summer was just right there, and I couldn't say no to it, so I watched it. Because it was like sci-fi and like it looked charming. And I was like, okay. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's really cool how I think Japanese shows in general that I've mm. seen, they don't need a huge, huge budget in order to like, let's say they're doing a sci-fi yes. show. They don't necessarily lean hard into the let's do very large scale special effects, yeah. but the mm-hmm. special effects they choose to do, they do well. Like we'll make this car really cool and that'll pretty much sell the fact that everything's kind of cutting edge and that's really all and then like maybe a phone's neat and that's really it like they don't go too far or they make a room mm-hmm. just look a little bit more minimalist when they're doing that and it's like i accept that this is 2025 like that's fine yeah like, that's easy yeah but then like the story itself isn't leaning hard into the sci-fi it's more leaning into just the relationships between the characters mm-hmm. and stuff there's just a lot of time travel in it the main guy he is a young let's say he's 25 a young um, robotics guy who's like coming up with AI, like kind of the first person to kind of come up with that. And he's just had a rough go at life. Like pretty much everyone that got close to him kept passing, like even the family that adopted him and stuff. But there's a kitty cat involved named Pete. Pete's super cool. And the reason it's called the door into summer is like, it's all Pete, whenever he sees snow for the first time, he makes everybody open all the doors in the house because he wants to find summer and he thinks that summer is behind one of the doors and so they talk about that a few times like i can't tell you all the details of course but there's time travel it's set like the first setting you see is like 1995 Hmm. and so then he gets frozen for 30 years and so that's why you're in the future then and Hmm. things happen but again it's not like ooh, super slick sci-fi but to me they sold it really well it's mostly time traveling and relational is the main thing and i thought that was kind of nice Very and it's cool. based on a robert heinlein novel and he's he's a really good author <laughs> he's a really good author he wrote starship troopers which i realize doesn't sound great <laughs> in the movie but the book is very good <laughs> don't be scared about the cat's fate i did want to say that uh, like i the entire movie i was like that was a thing for me right like yeah. the cat the cat is a thing well it's okay. The cat will be fine. Excellent. It's nice um, to know those things sometimes going in. Yeah. It just, it makes it easier to watch. Actually, that makes, that makes me want to say something about the Silent Sea really quick. And I know I'm going back to that. The one thing I did want to preface about the Silent Sea, and I don't want to give anything away whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I know like folks like Amanda have concerns about child danger, children being in danger or whatever. Nothing is horrifically bad in the end for any children that you see. Okay. Good to know. So, Thank you. It, that's not to mean that everything has happy endings or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's just but. that there was a moment in time that there was pain involved for a kid. And I knew that some people would be very, very concerned mm. in that moment for some. So like mm-hmm. that does occur. Uh, that might be triggering for some people. 
I did want to mention that about the Silent Sea. I mean, the Silent Sea also have it does show death a little bit, but to me, it's not graphic either. Those mm. are the two things I wanted to say mm-hmm. about the Silent Sea. But I mean, people probably know that from seeing like the trailers. I'm just yeah, yeah. In order, because probably is not for literally everyone. Not everyone should turn on the Silent Sea by any means. Fair enough. Um, hmm. So three things that I'm still watching, like presently watching. Tinted with You. So Tinted with You is a historical. We kind of forgot mm-hmm. to mention that. A time right, travel sorry. historical. Because you know as you do. As you do. As you, as you do. do. <laughs> very, very short episodes. Cute. And doing a really good job. June always does a great job. He's a great yeah. actor. Bulgus- Bulgasal. Mm. It's a show. It's a show. <laughs> and well, I am... And I, you can't make me give anything away. But the two things I will say are... The first two episodes are primarily backstory mm-hmm, in the past. Mm-hmm, okay. Way, 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 way in the past. So just prepare that that's what you're getting for the first two episodes. And you also do not get to see Paranormide <laughs> of Lee June until <gasps> episode four. <laughs> okay. Now, you cannot, you cannot do this to me. You cannot put Lee June in every single advertising for the it show and then not say, have him show up. Do not worry. He's four. in the very beginning of Silent Sea. You don't have to worry about <laughs> Silent Sea knew what it was about. It was giving yeah. you the June. Listen, <laughs> my boy, my because boy. And even at the end of episode one, which of course I knew I was squarely still in backstory of like ancient times or something. I was like, I see no Lee June, and I am not pleased. Like that needs to change. <laughs> Good acting, things like that. I can't tell you much about it. If I will say, gory esque. Like, okay. you know, like, so so there's goblin, mm-hmm. you know, the goblin battle scenes, mm-hmm. but more because there's like monsters involved. So that's okay. a thing. You're kind of selling this for me, though. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they bring up all these are monsters that like all because they'll be Korean named monsters that I have no idea like what on. Mm. So like I'll pause it and they'll be like Google, like what type? <laughs> One of them, I couldn't figure it out. Google didn't want to tell me whatever monster that was. Sometimes they'll say like, yeah, this one has red eyes or something like in the in the subtitle or something. But sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes I was just curious because like all types of stuff. Yeah, I mean, they show him from when he's a tiny boy and then when he's an adult, like in the ancient times, for like two episodes. So like I can't even just ruin that because there's just a lot of stuff. So I mean, I'm probably in it to win it at this point, especially after episode <laughs> four. After the first two episodes, I was like, now I just have to wait for Lee June because I wanted to see what his character was. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't quite sold on the premise because I was like, okay, you know, angst. I get angst. I'm just feeling a lot of angst right now. And I just wasn't mm-hmm. really keep going with that. But then, oh, you're giving me a little bit more humanity and people. Oh, you've shown me what Lee June's up to. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. Fine. Well, as soon as you deliver the June, that's all the people want. Okay? It's very true. I mean, it's all, all we like, want. That's literally but, the only reason I was like interested in the show. But like, I was like, only oh, June, my boy. Oh, oh say less. <laughs> and, and, I, and I under I understand the need for having the backstory, and I don't typically say this, but like, if I were to have written it, I would have maybe done one episode, try to roll all the backstory, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then bring us up just a little bit quicker was, uh-huh. I mean, I, I see the need for a lot of what we did, but it took 
like I said, four episodes mm-hmm. to really make me go, oh, I wish it wouldn't have taken that long. So I also have watched two episodes worth of Bad and Crazy, and I can't spoil that either. I don't know if I'm going to keep with it. My favorite part, I wish you could see her face. I'm like She's like pained when she's saying, she's like, I yeah. can't. I can't. It's, it's really like, difficult. Yeah. It's- the the reason and even me explaining like why I would drop and again you don't even have to have a reason to drop something I'm totally not saying that but for me the reason that I may drop it is the tone the tone of the character is weird the tone mm. of the character is weird huh. mm-hmm. which is but, perfectly valid but at the same yeah. time I really enjoy some of the secondary characters so much that I'm like mm. I mean and he's doing a great job. Mr. Green Reaper is doing a great yeah. job being what his character is. It's just, have you watched it at all, Natalia? You're sounding like yes, you watched a little I bit watched of it. The, I watched the first episode and then I was like, hmm, I'm going to wait for a few more episodes to be out before I continue watching this. Um, it's so, a weird one, man. The end of episode two, they finally, again, they finally get to the point of maybe what they were trying to say, with what they've been doing. And I'm like, okay, so I might give it the four episode test again because mm. mm-hmm. again i think my thing is if i'm not feeling humanity or like yeah. if a character if a character is supposed to have a redemptive arc you got to be showing me a sign of that uh-huh. at some mm-hmm. point near the beginning that that's where we're going if not that's fine too but if it's not like my jam because of that reason not i don't know mm-hmm. i don't always need a redemptive arc but if yeah if i'm not yeah. if i'm not digging the character or something and if I'm needing that redemptive arc in order to be invested, mm-hmm. and if you're not giving it to yeah. me in the first like five episodes, like come on, guys, like if that's if that's where we're heading, give me a sign. Yeah, that that's where we're heading. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's probably what's going to be happening in Bad and Crazy. I do wonder about mental illness representation ultimately mm-hmm. with this show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even the way at some juncture someone was like we need to you know you need therapy don't take me to a shrink you know just that you know how k-dramas do so mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes mm-hmm. the thing about bad crazy is i know exactly what i want to say about it but it's a spoiler so i can't so. yeah 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 yep 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 uh-huh. yep I wasn't excited for uncanny counter second season but i'm hoping this is not and a glimpse at what it's going to be mm. oh really because the the writer and director team on bad and crazy are the ones on uncanny counter technically oh. the mm. director was on uncanny counter the entire time the writer is the new writer that literally did like two or three episodes at the end of mm. the series because mm. there was a writer switch and, and i still then, haven't watched those but i will I, oh yeah I still so there, yeah there that. was a writer switch and then the director wrote one of the episodes and then the new re- mm-hmm. writer came on and that new writer is who's on bad and crazy with him yeah so i'm not saying like it they can't do different things mm-hmm. for different projects but man yeah. i want to i want to spoil it so bad I can't, <laughs> i'm not going to do that to you guys but it's just I will give it a chance, like especially if uh, you yeah. get to me in another two days when we get yeah, no rush. actually in the new year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be so like gung ho about like you know mm-hmm. watching dramas. Yeah. <laughs> so I-, I will say, if anyone is interested in Bad and Crazy, if you really can't handle it after episode one, 
that's fine. But give it to episode two. It explains what it's up to. And then see if you still want to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Which, entertainment value, it's probably fine. It's just, I, I'm not even necessarily in a bad headspace for it. Mm-hmm. I was pretty amped. I'm not sure I was amped for the show for a long time. But once I finally figured out what it was about, I was like, oh, this seems like it might be fun. Because I, I knew that he'd have a good time playing a character like that. Like, he, he does very well. Yeah. And then the the other kid just seemed like I wanted to see him on a motorcycle mm-hmm. doing whatever the heck he's up to. Yeah. But I don't know. Whenever you also then have, like, really grounded secondary characters, it's like, we'll see. And that was it for me. I have not had a whole lot of Asian drama watching going on. That's fine. It has been Christmas and... We That's have been fine. watching Christmas movies, so I, I will when say you have kids at Christmas, you do yeah. more stuff. <laughs> no, I mean to be fair, my favorite of the Christmas things that I watched was Single All the Way, which I highly recommend. And I did not watch that with my kids. Um, not that they couldn't have watched it, they just have no interest in watching a Christmas rom com. <laughs> they because they don't want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We started, my son was like it's Christmas. We should watch a Christmas movie on Christmas, right? And we're like, okay, so we're flipping through all this stuff and he can't decide. And it's like, just pick something. So he picks one of these ones that it's like the opposite of uh, that Nicolas Cage one, uh, the family man, like instead of being a high powered executive who sees what his life could have been, it's this housewife who sees what her life could have been if she had not got (laughs) married and had kids. And we're like half an hour into it. And he's like, this is what it is, right? It's, it's this. I'm not watching this. This is no, <laughs> forget it, right? So like, you're like, it was, yeah. So he was like, no, we're not watching that. No, I was like, okay, that's fine. Then when we turned that off, he and I decided to start watching Wheel of Time together. So we're watching Wheel of Time. So I fell in Oof, that the rogue. Listen, the rogue Daniel Henny ass that just <laughs> came across that one screen. I was yeah, like, I know, right? I like, love Daniel Henny more than I should. Daniel Henny? <laughs> I have He's literally you. the only reason I want <laughs> picked up. <laughs> like I love the Wheel of Time books, so it was like I was gonna watch it anyway because I, I was like watching like adaptations of like really big book series because I want to see like what they what do, they do with yeah. it, right? Because you you can't just put it directly on film, which yeah. a lot of people think, but you can't yeah. because and yeah. a thirteen book where each book is like eight hundred page, you can't you just can't do make that, that a TV yeah. series. Yeah. You can't do it. So actually, I really I've been really enjoying it. But like, I was going to watch it anyway. But then when they were like, oh yeah, and Daniel Henny as your favorite character. I, I like, know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's great in it. Okay. I mean, I've really been like putting it, it off because I needed so, to finish those dramas. But yeah, I mean, it's going on my list. So we were at my in-laws and started watching it. And then we were like, okay. He's like, I mean, we've only got six episodes left. We've got 36 hours. We can do it. I'm like, we're here to visit your family. Like, no, we can't, you know. Yes, you can. <laughs> we will just yes, get a free 30-day trial membership. It's fine, okay? Like, we will watch it at home. So we're watching that. We're enjoying it. I have not read the books. It's one of those things where you, I always meant to, but then one day you look up and there's 13 books and you're like, nah, mm-hmm. nah, <laughs> real, forget no, it. To, so for anyone who is thinking of reading the books, okay. There are 13 books and they're all massive. And I will warn you, the last two books are written by a different guy. 
because the Robert Jordan died. This is important to know that he died while writing this series. So the last two books are written by Brandon Sanderson. And around book seven to like where Brandon Sanderson starts writing them, you can tell this guy was getting old. Because mm. there's a they're, they're slow. But if you make it all the way to those Brandon Sanderson books, holy shit, they're good. That's a really good person <laughs> so to pick good. as like a replacement. Like, so yeah. yeah, he's an incredible writer. And it was like, it was sort of funny because in like the first book that he writes, like all of these really long running, like dangling plot threads, he like ties those shit up in like a chapter. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, let's get g- 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 going. And nice. It's, so good um, yeah I mean really, I kind of it's a really good show it's I really like good with something like that to watch the tv series or movie first too mm-hmm. and if I get really hooked into it then I'll read the books right but I find that yeah if you read the books first sometimes it's too hard to like mm-hmm. because you've already pictured the characters you've already yeah. got yeah. things in your I, head and then it gets the- hard but I will say I'm very, very much enjoying the show. Like, the casting of the show is of wildly amazing. Yeah, like, it's very good. Wildly so, amazing. And I, for I, anyone I, who's saying it's not, you're racist. That's the only <laughs> reason you're saying it. No, like that, I'm, I'm saying it now. If you're like, oh, I know like the cat, it's because you're racist. Okay. Think about it I, and fix it. Think about it and <laughs> yeah. try again. Because like, it's a delight. Like I, yeah, really good. I'm quite liking it. And then mm-hmm. I'm also mm-hmm. watching... Witcher season two with my husband yeah. so mm-hmm. like you know also not Asian TV but it is what you it know is. what sometimes and... you just gotta be a part of your family so um, and... I did and... you know but, okay if you say so so <laughs> I did so. finish off from five to nine it was cute it was not groundbreaking or anything mm-hmm. but the final episode does take place at Christmas with like and they and so it was very well timed for me so I will say this J dramas do a much better job of like incorporating Christmas into their Mm. dramas maybe because they're shorter dramas or something I don't know but like they 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 do a good job I think that was like two J dramas that I watched in the last month that both basically ended with big Christmas like tree lighting like Mm -hmm. stuff going on I was like Oh, well, well timed, well chosen me. So um, that was good. I finished watching New World. They clearly, as Netflix does, intend to continue have seasons, you know, two, three, and up to 10. Who knows with Netflix? You never know how long it'll go, but it was fun. There were some challenges are more fun than other challenges. My, my 10 year old was very bored with one of the, he's like, they just, doing real estate like that that's the thing <laughs> I was like basically yeah man like, it's, it's a thing what of it so what but about it <laughs> other stuff was good it was it was fun it was a fun one and they yeah it was quite enjoyable I will watch the season two as well I'm sure I'm also watching Bad Buddy again not groundbreaking like story-wise but it's fine. It's it's not groundbreaking fine what really sells it is the leads they have yeah. great chemistry together and i mean ohm is an adorable golden retriever puppy mm-hmm. character and who's the other one Nanon. 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 Yeah. he is so good like he's so good with his 
facial expressions and his Boy, just cry like smirky, like, what are you doing right now? Kind of little looks and stuff. It's great. And they really sell, I mean, they're friends in real life. They really, really sell this just solid friendship that also has a romantic edge to it. And it just, they're great together. They're adorable. Mm. So it, it's worth watching for them, I'd say. And I started watching Idol the Coop. Mm-hmm. The Coop. Sorry. So good. Wildly good. This is a really, really, really good idol drama about idols. Really kind of depressing. I, I'm i like five episodes in and I think I've cried or teared up almost every episode because it's hard to watch, especially when mm. you're a K-pop fan and you know that these are the things that happen to people in that mm-hmm. industry. It's hard to watch and be like, right yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's something that people go through that's something that my faves have probably gone through and it's it's kind of rough the point where I'm at right now like some really big stuff happened all of a sudden at like episode four or five and it was like okay I don't know where we're going from here but it's it's really good like it's just Mm -hmm. a really good drama that happens to be about the idol system as opposed to like what you might think of as idol dramas quote unquote the music is also really good so like um, sometimes when you're watching these fake i like these fake group dramas the music is uh questionable it's a thing you know like one of the things that's kind of interesting with it is that i'm not sure because i'm not familiar enough with everybody to know if it's the same people who are on the soundtrack who are Mm. doing these little bits, but every episode starts with these little black and white segments where they're interviewing actual idols or people who were in the idol system. Mm -hmm. And like, now he's a sound guy or because he was in a failed idol group, they're Mm -hmm. interviewing people who were trainees or who were in idol groups that debuted and never went anywhere and Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's, it's kind of heartbreaking, but also like interesting to see Mm. that. And then some of them, I think, are actually on the soundtrack because some of them are, are like soloists yeah. now or or that kind of thing. But um, yeah, cool. it's just it's it's good. It's a really I was surprised. I I just popped it on one day because I was like, oh, sure. I, she was like, hey, you should watch this. And I was like, yeah, sure, right. sure, you know, trying to get oh, my like Christmas well. knitting done. And I was like, sure, put it on. And then I was like, whoa, OK this is, this is good. And I like it. So that's my other one. I'm trying to get that one and Rinko-san wrapped up before, you know, midnight tomorrow. So I think you could do it, especially with Rinko-san. We believe in you. We believe in you. (laughs) Idol might be a little harder because they are like full length drama. Yeah. Rinko-san's like 20 ish Yeah. (laughs) I I definitely can get Rinko-san done. Idol might be, might take me till the end of the weekend. We'll see. We'll, you know, (laughs) It's a weekend. We'll just mush it all together and it's, call it. It's down. all good, man. Well, it's all one that good. I want to mention that I think that you watched too, Amanda. Encanto. Uh yes. Yeah. Yes. How was it? Um, went to see it in the theater and it was so good. We had like a super socially distant opportunity to go to the movie theater. No, took my 10-year-old and 
sobbed through the whole thing like it's so good it's it's really really good. <laughs> like it's, i hear a lot of the music on the old tiktoks i do too as well and there's also it's, like some drama with someone you know so now i know everything about it because <laughs> everybody was like no you just like weren't paying attention so here's this and this yeah and like, yeah okay now i know <laughs> yeah it's That's funny it's really um it is a story about generational trauma, like family mm-hmm. trauma, and it mm-hmm. hits hard. Like you just, whoo, some of those things, you, some of the characters and the things that, oh, and you're just like, oh, that's, that's a heavy story that you're telling mm-hmm. me. It, it was, yeah. But, like, and, but really well done. So good. Yeah. So. And of course it was charming. I mean it's colorful and it's and like I hear people sort of say the musical numbers aren't that great until this one and people love this one and and I'm like you know what I enjoyed them all were they groundbreaking no it's Disney Disney doesn't break (laughs) ground it just does Disney like you know was it enjoyable were they toe-tapping songs were they fun to sing along to yes so that's what you're looking for people Disney is not making these movies for you. They're making yeah. it for six-year-olds and to sell yeah. stuff. So, like, did your six-year-old enjoy it? Did my 10-year-old enjoy it? Yes, he loved it. Yeah. So the thing is, as an adult, I feel like sometimes, sometimes a Disney movie will be like, I really enjoy that one because of like, for instance, I loved Frozen before it was yeah. the Me thing too. it became. Because I liked the I really liked the aesthetics of Frozen because mm-hmm. I liked all of the art. That was like in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just thought mm-hmm. it was neat. Yeah. So I feel like as an adult, we look at you know kind of the cultural things and things like that. They're included more. Whereas kids are like, it's colorful and there's animals and I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, and at the end of the day, that's fine. Like, <laughs> right. It was like that with the new Star Wars movies. I went and saw mm-hmm. the first one in the theater with my kids, and afterwards you know people like oh it was uh, you know people were complaining about it and that's fine you don't have to like it but somebody said to me oh yeah didn't they just and I said you know what I sat in that theater next to my five-year-old or whatever he was at the time and I kept looking at him and his face (laughs) was exactly the face that it was supposed to be right yeah face that we all had yeah. when we watched Star Wars in the theater at that age originally he was loving it he was in awe he was being blown away he was the intended audience so yeah. you know what I was like no it obviously did exactly what it set out to do because he looked at it the way I looked at it at his age in the theater yeah. so mm-hmm. no I think they nailed it like I don't care what the dude bros who like you know have a million theories and have read all the books and you know that the five-year-old loved it so they did their job yeah that's about it for me I did not do a lot of watching stuff yeah listen man it's that time of year and uh with that that's it for what we're watching um thank you for listening tune in on Wednesday to listen to what we are listening to which is our nice little shorter little episode that we do. It's like, it's the the tiny little sister of the what we're watching. We hope that your new year is beginning super safely. And thank you for listening to us. If you want all the links to everything, because you're listening to this on Spotify and you're like, wow, I really wish there was a link to that thing they talked about. Well, you're going to have to go to certifiednunas.com, our home on the web, where we have links and time codes to every single episode. 
we have ever done. And there is quite a few of them. So if you're a new listener, worry not. There's a nice backlog for you. Anyway, we're also we're anywhere that podcast can be found. We are generally there as well. So feel free to give us a like and a review if you're on one of those places. If you would like to support this podcast, you can go to Certified Noon. No, you can't. If you would like to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified nunas to become part of our certified found family, which is our little family of supporters on the web. And we love them so much and they're the best and they keep everything going and they're awesome. Also, if you'd like to like have more of discussions about stuff we talk about on our episodes, we have a discord server. It's, it's, it's fun. It's fun over there. We are on social media, primarily Instagram and Facebook. And not Instagram, Facebook. That's a lie. We are on social media, primarily Instagram and Twitter. And it's always at Certified Nunas, one word, where you can find us. And we love hearing from people. So hit us up on the web. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. Bye. Bye.